0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, July 31st, 2019, the final day of the month. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Rogue One at Gary Whitta. I just,
1: you're right, it is the final day of the month. I hate that, right? It's scary. August tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's exciting, of course, because it gets us closer to Borderlands and other games, but it's also terrifying because you'll never get to live another month, uh, day in uh, July 2019. It's I'm okay with that, I
1: don't really I don't know about you, but I'm not really a big fan of the summer. I'll be, I'm glad for the summer to be over. I, I'm excited to get you into... You got that snot-nosed you know brat running th- around your house all day. Well, huh? I was gonna make there's this there's the, the, Well, there's that. I also don't do well in the hot weather. But um, it's SF. It's never, I mean, it's well, no, it our was, hottest weather is Last, week, last week it was blazing hot. The summer's way hot. Like, we're, the, we're, we're, so. we're fortunate here that it doesn't get super hot. You know, it was like 110 degrees in London this past week. Europe's having a massive We had uh,
0: Cam and Chloe up who you met, and they were talking about how hot it was in LA. And I'm like, hmm, that's yeah, never going there. Too hot for me. Never
1: um, no I' No, my, my favorite time of the year is when, you know, when you go to, like, the t- to Target or whatever store you go to, sure. and the Halloween stuff's out oh, for the yes, first time. Yes. Usually it happens around late August, early yeah, September, and you go, oh, yeah, all the fun stuff is coming. Halloween. Thanksgiving. For, pumpkin spice latte pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice lattes bread. gingerbread yeah, pumpkin, yeah. peppermint no, I, far, you know. I love all that stuff me too Christmas what yeah. could be better I know my well, favorite time of the year well Halloween's well, better than Christmas you're yeah come on you get to dress up
2: he's joking he's trying to get I'm not joking
0: out of you. Kevin you he's, know he's, how I feel about this what do you drunk. typically do on Halloween do you do a, do you, do you do <laughs> do anything? Shit. Uh, well, we we sometimes throw a party. Did yeah, we throw a party, party, party last year? I forget. Yeah, I think we did. did. we? All right, cool. And they, yeah. But the problem is, then we're always we were traveling last year. Me and Tim, and uh, me and Nick were up in uh, EJLX in Toronto. We, were, we so we dressed as Ghostbusters because it was Halloween. And oh we did right, panels of course. Yeah. Uh, but we like to throw events and do stuff like that. Yeah. What, do, what do you do? You take the trick, trick, trick or, treat? or treat with the kids. How does trick or treat work in San Francisco? Is it a thing? Well,
1: we uh, there are there are a couple of there are a couple of really good neighborhoods. Uh, this is actually, being one of them. Actually, not far from here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where all the rich people live, yeah, oh yeah. and they always put out a good spread, and they have good candy and stuff, and good, you know, uh, they all they make up their houses really yeah, good. Yeah. I guess it or was. We can go down to we have friends down in uh, Pacifica, which is oh, a, sure. just outside sure, that's of the a good city, one too. That's a good and one too. that's a great. Um, all the, the whole neighborhood gets.
0: I think into we did it. do a party here last year because I remember cutting through the neighborhood at <laughs> night, right? And it was like it looked like a movie. Yeah. It yeah. looked like a movie yeah. with kids it dressed up, families out there, all do the doors here. open, lights on, whatever. What?
2: We didn't do a party here.
0: Last time we did a party here on Halloween. Not last year. Last oh, time we okay. did one, yeah, I, we yeah. cut through there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Should
2: we do a party here this year? Yes. Really? But you know it's
0: complicated. Fuck it. Look at that schedule. We'll just,
2: ke- we'll just take Nick out of the... Oh, I oh you not Nick. Familiar.
0: I'm more worried about us being places, doing things. We We're always doing traveling. Doing you want look at the schedule? Yeah, look at yeah, the schedule. At well, everybody, we'll get to Games Daily in a second. And I won't lie to you, it's a jam-packed news day. We really don't have time to waste. But I'm going to look here. Right now, the twenty, the weekend of the 19th. Oh, no, that's that's uh, EJLX. Spoils so it's, on, it's on a G Thursday jokes. So we're doing Then our, 26th I'm in New Jersey For a wedding Yeah we can do A Thursday party Like just do it. For you know, legit Thursday party Yeah yeah. You wanna wanna do do that? One
2: of those parties Where we stay all night and then just Do the, the, the shows drunk morning? Or yeah. hungover I guess yeah. In the morning I'm down No you're not no Well we party. also have to do No way you're down You're such a I mean liar. <laughs> You're right I'm not, <laughs> at all. I'm not no Why way.
0: would you want to do that it sounds fun have you ever done a Have you ever done an all-night tailgate? Because I have, and this is what this would be.
1: Uh, but I mean, I've done 24-hour streams before. Yeah,
0: but it's it's never fun to get drunk, then start sobering up, try to get drunk again, you're hungover, you're exhausted, why you want to sleep mean, why, back why, up, but why then do you, perform
1: on this show? But why do you have to do all that? Why not just have a party? Why does everything oh, no, have no, no, to be no, no, on the oh, internet Oh, no, no, these whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa.
1: We're having the party. Period. Okay. Full okay stop. Go.
0: Right. He was saying, "Let's do a party at on Halloween night, and then ro- not stop partying and do." Oh no, Games no, no, Daily no! We're getting, we're getting
1: too old for that, Kevin.
2: Motherfucker! But just have the party. Give me one second. Dark Fate comes out on the thirty-first. Oh, does it? Yeah. Who Which the fuck
1: cares about dark fate? Oh, Nobody cares about dark fate. No, no, no. Nobody cares about dark fate. NBAC, never bet against Cameron. I, I am totally checked out of the Terminator franchise. I didn't even see Genesis because it looks so bad. Me neither, man. Yeah, no but reason to, yeah. I'm in for dark fate because because Cameron bro. is back at the wheel. I mean, I like T one and T two, but like, is he back of the wheel? Or is he producing? Well, it? he's there. He's I mean, he, trust me. When when Cameron's in the room, you're fucking listening to Cameron. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's the he's gonna Just like the- when Christopher Nolan was helping oversee all the Zack Snyder
0: DC movies. That I'm was sure gonna it's run a in. totally different relationship. Sure, sure it is.
1: But you, but Brett, before. But surely, shor- but surely that's Nick. But surely that's. Proof that Dark Fate will be good because the Snyder movies were fucking great, right? Hey,
0: man, they had a, they had a unique voice.
1: I wanted to see that.
0: Enough about all that. Today we're talking about Modern Warfare, Kill Streaks, lots of EA tidbits, and our PlayStation Four is going to cost more because this. It's Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week, to a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to Kind of Funny.com slash You're Wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. So we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames, RoosterTeeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe.
1: I also just want to take a moment to thank. Here we Amy. go. I presume it's Amy Gilroy, yeah, who's of been it sending is. you these wonderful Irish snacks. Yeah, she because sends us the patty box, right? Are they good? I've never. I've uh, you Those won't you good. wouldn't yeah. like them, but can I, I, would. I mean, we don't yeah. have the refined English palate. Have one, or Kevin. Yeah. See, here's the thing. So when I was a kid, I, and they That's still have, nice I grew line, up on a thing there. called Monster Munch. I grew up on a snack called Monster Munch, and that this seems to be some strange Irish off-brand knockoff called Mighty Munch, which still quite cheekily has a monster, has a on, monster front, on it. To remind yeah. you that, hey, this is really supposed to be Monster Munch. Right? How do you like that, Kev? Hot and spicy. Everybody, no, I want you to know, what you're,
0: if you're one of the people who hates hearing chewing into a microphone, I tell Gary all the time, don't eat on the show, and he but, always finds a way
1: to eat on the show. But if you go back and look at the chat, people love it.
0: Gary, it's cuz you just can do whatever you want. You can come in murder a rabbit on the (laughs) stage I was going, ah, it's Gary. He's just (laughs) cheeky. What a cheeky fellow. Gary gonna Gary. Let's do it. (laughs) Oh, God, I hate him. I hate him. Don't make it a gif. It
2: tastes like a spicy ketchup. It's good. It's good. Housekeeping for you. Join the dark side. Oh, Jesus, God. (laughs) Miller, don't chew on the... Ah, you're doing it.
1: I don't like that at all.
2: You don't like that at all? It's like a little dry styrofoam uh, that's been covered in ketchup.
1: If you really want the top of the tree, though, you've got to get the pickled onion flavor.
2: Oh, God. (laughs) No wonder you guys lose every war. Am I right, Gavin?
1: Uh, How's (laughs) it for you? I feel like I'm more aligned with Kevin than anyone else at Kind of Funny. The
0: Wolfenstein <laughs> Youngblood Party Mode featuring Andy and Nick being morons is up right now on <laughs> patreon.com slash games. You can get it at youtube.com slash games tomorrow. Thank you to our Patreon producers for the month for the last time. Colton Yoder, Blackjack, and Muhammad Muhammad Today we're brought to you by Third Love and Upstart, but I'll tell you about that later. For now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report.
1: <laughs> Time for some news. Four items on the Roper Report. Uh, Bakers
0: doesn't. Now, if I'm lying, I'm dying. It so might see oh, my Greg said there's a lot of news. Four items. We have a we have one of those tidbit stories that has like four different tidbits in it. So we got a lot of stuff oh, to get to more everybody.
1: news than seems like on the surface. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. Let's go to it. Number one.
0: Let's talk about Modern Warfare multiplayer. This is Tom please, Phillips please over do, let's. at Eurogamer. My I, favorite. I want your take on this, though, because okay, right. I think we're having have an interesting discussion, as okay. we often do. Okay, uh, This year's Call of Duty Modern Warfare will bring back Killstreaks publisher Activision has revealed. The rebooted Boots on the Ground shooter is the first in a while to include the feature. Other recent games have used a simpler score streak system, which tracks other actions as well as kills. In Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019, you'll be able to unlock the hulking juggernaut armor and drive a tank. But perhaps most eye openingly, uh, you'll also be able to call in a burning, a burning white phosphorus smokescreen. White phosphorus is an extremely horrible material I encourage you not to Google, and which you may remember from the har- harrowing scene in Spec Ops The Line.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Right? Walt Williams is fucked in the head. I know, right? You.
0: This is why I can't talk to him anymore look him <laughs> in the eye. The chemical is banned for use against civilians, parentheses, but not soldiers, and its recent deployment in Syria prompted Amnesty International to suggest its use against the country's general population there constituted a war crime. Quote, cover the battlefield with white smoke flare canisters that will disorient the enemy, Activision's killstreak description reads, and burn any that wander too close. The chemical is most fre- frequently used as a smokescreen, as is described here. But it can also be an incendiary weapon, which does enormous damage to human skin. It's it's the it's the it's this latter application which was memorably featured in Spec Ops: The Line, a game Eurogamer reporter Emma Kent has written about previously, and where its usage is questioned. If he, this is where uh, Tom says, avoid the following uh, paragraph if you don't spoilers. If you're listening to kind of Funny Games Daily, I assume you've been around a long time. Hopefully, you've heard all of us talk about Spec Ops: The Line. A game you should play. Kevin shaking his head no, but Kevin, an idiot. I like Spec Ops. God dang like it. you. He never played it Kevin doesn't play games If I don't force Kevin to play a game He doesn't play it And then even if I force him to Sometimes doesn't Anyway Spec Ops line is something We've been telling you for years Since Podcast Beyond Days to play So I don't feel bad spoiling it Let's go In Spec Ops the line The player is faced with an impossible situation Where they must use white phosphorus In order to progress But the player must also face the consequences Of their actions Emma told told me this morning And is forced to walk through a gory scene Showing the civilians uh, Showing the civilians they killed With horrific chemical burns As the decision to continue playing rather than walk away is the player's choice, Spec Ops asks whether the player is truly the hero and questions the uncritical use of warfare as a subject for light entertainment. I'm going to toss in here a little bit more about the other killstreaks. This is from Oscar over at GameSpot. Uh, all three of the killstreaks they revealed so far have been seen in some form or another in past Call of Duty titles. Juggernauts were used extensively in modern warf- in the Modern Warfare subseries, as were light-armored vehicles. White phosphorus was previously used as a tactical, gr- tactical grenade in the Black Ops series, where it caused, quote, a small amount of damage on detonation. But the framing of the weapon as a, quote-unquote, reward this time around paints it in a somewhat different light. GameSpot has contacted Activision for comment. In real life, the use of white phosphorus, also known as Willy Pete, against civilians and in civilian areas con- uh, contravenes the Gen- Geneva Convention, thereby classifying it as a war crime. Some Call of Duty multiplayer maps take place in civilian er- areas, albeit without civilian characters present. Gary, I've dumped a lot of information on you. You, of course, are a smart individual. You've played Spec Ops line before. Congratulations. Where do you come down on white phosphorus as a reward in modern warfare?
1: I mean, I don't know. I mean, I really do think that the that these that these games have been, particularly the, the Call of Duty games, and especially yeah. what I saw. You know, all the all, all ever since the days of No Russian. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Ever since the days of No Russian. <coughs> oh, man, I maybe feel you should like... be eating these fucking chips. No, on no, there, no, no, You know what I mean. Just me, the problems them. go way deeper than that. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, um... you know, I, th- I I think I. I-, I tuned out of these games a while ago. I didn't like no Russian. I thought I thought it, it crossed the line. So um, does
0: mod, anything you've seen from Modern Warfare is it in, in the same the boat? Mo,
1: the, mo, the most recent one, I think they're they're back again. I think they're looking for No Russian Two That's the
0: whole thing, right? Because yeah, it's meant to be a very visceral experience, a very personal. In fact, experience. they did it,
1: they did it several times after that. I, I remember there was one way there was like camera footage of like a family walking down a street in London and getting wiped out by like a, a tactical nuke or so. whatever mm. it was. It was, well, again, the it was new,
0: like, modern warfare starts with a terrorist attack in London that you're you're at Ground Zero for, and then it has yeah, you so, in, so invading this, the city. Sur-
1: so this this is nothing new for Activision and the Call of Duty franchise. There've been poking us and the media for all going, huh, huh, huh? How does this make you feel? Are you offended mm-hmm. yet? What do you think? Have we crossed the line yet? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? And it's just, I don't know. It's a bit cheap. It's a bit cheesy. Um, I always feel like when when they do these very serious looking videos where the game devs sit around and go, well, we we take our responsibility to reflect the horror and brutality of war uh, very seriously. I personally don't think you can possibly, possibly, possibly even come close. And in fact, after that, I remember there was a very, very compelling um, Twitter thread from a former combat Marine. Mm-hmm. Who had served uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq, who responded uh, after the uh, the new modern warfare game was released with all the terrible footage in it, yeah, and said, "Don't even fucking talk to me about how you're trying to uh, accurately portray the horror and brutality of war because you guys have got no fucking clue. Nothing you can ever do in a video game will ever come close to what me and my 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 friends experienced in sure. actual war. Of course. You don't. You can't even fucking imagine how t- how terrible it is. So so don't so don't even try to coast off of that." But to, to sell video games by saying that this is meant to be a serious re- it's a it's a joke It's a video game, and I do I do think it's a bit irresponsible um, You know people will always enjoy shooting each other in games But there are many ways to do that in a stylized way that's fun I think I think if you're gonna do it Try, I, I try and do, try and come at it from a different angle, like they did with Spec Ops. I think, I think, I think you can pose moral questions and things like that. But just try, but, but trying to do the like, oh, how horrible can we make it? Shall we kill kids? Shall we use white phosphorus? Shall we show people being tortured? Yeah. It's 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 cheap provocation, and I've never been a fan of it. What's your take? <sighs> I'm torn. Uh,
0: I I was I, I obviously echo everything you just said. Of reading this, I've seen plenty of uh, combat Marines, uh, boots on the ground, Army folks talk about like. How weird it is! This juxtaposition of yeah. people wanting to go into it, right?
1: And, and the, you know, the funny thing is, you know, the combat marines love playing these games. They enjoy playing these games. I, I, I think what they object to, and again, I mean to speak repeating with a broad but brush, but I'm, but yeah, I'm yeah. just remembering what this one particular guy who was a serving combat marine who served in combat. Uh, and who had yeah. a Purple Heart recipient he got badly injured in a in a... I, I think it was like a, a Taliban attack on his uh, forward operating base or something like that, um, who said don't... He was actually quite offensive. These developers saying, oh, you know, we had, we're, we're going to portray the true, act, the, the true horror of war. No, you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. So, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, oh, no, don't worry about it. I don't... I bring you on the show to talk. I like it. Um, uh, I, I, so I I, I, I I think it's a bit of a bait and switch. i I think they tried to cloak cheap provocation in in an aura of responsibility and we take this stuff seriously because that's what they have to do for the messaging but I think deep down they know that they're generally and I don't mean to offend anyone generally somewhat immature player base just loves this shit. They get mm-hmm. off on this shit. But see that and that's where I'm torn
0: is that obviously Modern Warfare Infinity Ward and uh, Taylor uh, what is it Taylor Kurosaki right uh, he's, an, he's the guy who's uh, directing it right he's the narrative director uh, brought over from Naughty Dog when That happened, and he moved, and he brought a couple of teammates over with him, right? It was this interesting thing of, okay, cool, like, what can you do there? What can you do in the first-person shooter space? What kind of story can you tell? And when I talked to him about Modern Warfare, when I saw Modern Warfare at Judges Week uh, behind closed doors, and we got the whole run-through of the terrorist attack... Going through the house in night vision, killing the terrorists, you know, you, it, what's going to happen. You don't know who to. Tr- is this person going for a gun or is, it, is she going for the baby, that kind of stuff. And then on top of that, the uh, freedom fighter scene of being a kid and your house is invaded by this Russian guy right. and you have to stop him and you, you save your try to save your brother, try to save your father. But you're a little kid. It did put me on edge of like, Ooh, is this just provocation? Are we just trying to make headlines? But it also made me interested in a way I'm not normally interested. Right. I feel Obviously, you can sit there and we can go Call of Duty, fucking big budget Activision, blah, 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 shooter game, right? I think Taylor and his team aren't trying to do that with the single player campaign. I think they're trying to tell you a personalized story in the same way of not we're going to glorify war. I think, honestly, they are trying to, when you play it, have you ask questions in the moment of what's going on. I think they're trying to push that narrative forward. I don't think they're trying to say, look how awesome war is and how awesome killing is. It seems to me they're trying to tell you a deeply personal, put you in this weird gray area space, similar to what Spec Ops did so well, right? And I feel that is what we want from games and what I want from games and what I want from narratives. It's what I when I go to the movies, right, and I see a war movie, Saving Private Ryan isn't this, oh man, we're fucking killing people. This is great. You like It's them wrestling with, Holy shit, what these, right. people, what these boys are being put through to do this. I, I'd like to imagine Call of Duty can do that. I would like to imagine Modern Warfare is going to touch on that in some way. But this is the problem, is that you get to have that conversation with Taylor at E3. Uh, you see him on the IGN stage talking about what they're doing and pushing blah, blah, blah. And then the same, same game, different side of the coin, same game, you have a tweet go out from the Call of Duty account. It's like, everybody can use white phosphorus. It's a killstreak thing. Yay. And it's that ooh, that tone doesn't match. You are not matching. It's jarring. And it's, I I get why they are different things. I mean, Call of Duty multiplayer and Call of Duty single player for pretty much as long as we've known, (laughs) excluding last year, right, is in fact different games. And so... How do you do that? That, yes, you're putting out a game with killstreaks and multiplayer and all the stuff that people want. And like you're talking about a, a fairly, you'd say, aged down, immature fan base just wants to run through, kill, get the drone attack, get the kill streak, go on about their way. And then how, you pa- package that with a game that I'm hoping for is... Questioning, making me play it and question things in the right way, and making me go through and and relate to something I couldn't relate to. Not to say it by any means that me playing water, Modern Warfare makes me understand what it was like to fight in Operation Iraqi Freedom or something of that effect. Not at all. But to get you in there and have you transported to a different place and feel at least something on the level or feel some. Part of what they're feeling, right? I mean, quasi- that's what art does. It's supposed to do. That's
1: that. uh, that's that's true. Um, the, 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 the these kind of quasi realistic military shooters have always been a little bit strange to me in that they're taking something which in real life nobody wants to do, right? Nobody really wants to be in combat. Nobody right. wants to be shitting their pants, you know, in fear for their life. Nobody really wants to kill someone else. Nobody wants to see their best buddy lying, you know, in, in, with their guts ripped open, you know, screaming and and you know terrified and never going to see their kids again. And all the horrible things that happen in war. Yeah, to take that and turn it into something that you voluntarily do for entertainment. Ah, die, motherfucker. Yeah. That, to me, has always just been, been a bit weird.
0: Which is why I've never really connected with shooters, period, let alone, hey, we're trying to give you a w- World War II Medal of Honor. Right. Or, hey, we're trying to give you Call of Duty 4,
1: Mo- uh, right, where you, yeah. like there's nukes going on. It's yeah. like, that's never been my fantasy, right? I do think there was a way to handle this, um... I'm not saying you should stay away from this space entirely again, but Spec Ops did took an interesting tack on it. And I think that's um, one of the reasons this one's getting so much blowback, is that a, a
0: game did something different, gave us a shooter that made you think, man, am I the hero, and used this very specific thing in such a different way, right? Right. Like, I also think, even though we're sitting here and talking about white phosphorus in general and this being a killstreak thing... We're ignoring the fact that, of course, you're running around with automatic assault rifles that are used to kill people in mass shootings all the time. Like, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, we're we're cherry picking here of the horrors of these weapons. Where, oh, man, you're getting rewarded with this thing that, you know, uh, can melt human skin. Yeah, but you're also using sniper rifles to blow people's heads off at a yeah. range and use drones yeah, I mean, once, to do airstrikes. I mean, yeah, and like exactly.
1: It's like, oh, this is slightly less awful. These are all... This is awful, but in a slightly different way. So These are all okay, things that are meant not. to end life, period. I am, I am interested to see what... They're, I, I might actually check this one out because as, as, as nervous as it makes me, I, I do think um, there is a possibility that they can handle this. Well, I mean, the the idea of playing a whole scenario, a whole campaign from the point of view of the kid on the other side is—I don't know if you saw the Amazon Jack Ryan series, but they—that's what they did. They did a similar thing, that like the kind of the terrorist, um, you know, Middle Eastern bad guy. Yeah, they yeah. actually started the show from his point of view. He was like a kid in the '80s in like a Beirut or whatever, and his whole family was wiped out sure. in an, like a, in an American airstrike, and you followed him through his his life and it showed and it basically was a story of how he'd become radicalized and so by the end of the story even though you hate I mean he's blowing up you know pizza parlors in in boston and things like this and doing terrible terrible things and you hate him and you wanted to die you want jack ryan to kill him but at the same time they actually did a good job like you kind of at least understood where he came from, even right. even though you didn't agree with what he was doing. You want like all the best villains, right? You understand you you can sympathize, like you know, like Killmonger or whatever. You can at least dude I don't agree with what you're doing, but I at least understand why you're so fucked. All up All
0: the villains, uh, every great villain believes that they're the hero, right? And if you can communicate that to the audience, right, yeah. to make us sit there and go, man, I, I get what you're up to, or what you're trying. I don't agree with why you're doing your methods or however. Yeah, and that's the thing with what we saw in Modern Warfare, right? Uh, the new one is that you know the terrorist attack in London and then infiltrating this house in like infiltrating the house and in london the, the the terrace is their home base right but not have them sitting there or standing around waiting for you they're they're living their life right they're they're cooking they're they're having a conversation they're they're worried about their child upstairs like it is it has that twinge of like Okay, this sa- seems like it could be interesting. And put me in that questions. Maybe we get it and we play two hours, and it's like, oh no, it's just enter this place, kill these people, move on to the next thing.
1: I think it's a really interesting philosophical, artistic discussion to have. I think clearly, film and television is you know no one no one ever. I mean, I think you know there are shoot 'em up type movies that are, that can be irresponsible. But these days, generally, what you see are things that try to t- tackle these subjects with a bit more sensitivity, with a bit more sophistication. And movies and television you usually just assume that they that they've got. Uh, the, the best intentions artistically creatively yeah. when a game comes along we generally tend to think it's more exploitative and i think that and that again is just games are a little bit hobbled like that they're never really seen on the on the same artistic level as film and television even though time and again we've seen games that demonstrate that they can and should be sure uh, viewed you know just as meritorious as, as anything else um I well just,
0: that's the, that's the interesting thing about this right you're talking about games of course being dinged for this which is true uh, and obviously but we have standouts it's also the fact that it's call of duty right it's it's taylor at call of duty trying to tell this t- story and you have to wonder what if it wasn't call of duty what, what if, if this was, was some other franchise? what if franchise? he went off and did a you know it was, was just a brand new ip brand new thing an independent developer and was like i'm gonna make this game and tell this story how would it be received differently because you are already yeah. having to try call, to roll the this call bullet. of duty
1: franchise now ever, again, ever since the days of no russian has a lot of baggage
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah We'll and see. I
1: don't know. I mean, I'd be interested to see if they can, or, or, or even if any of this matters. Look, this game's going to sell squillions of copies. Yeah. There's going to be a bit of controversy. Then it'll all blow over, and we'll move on to the next thing. The needle, the, the needle's not going to move. There, there'll, there'll be outraged think pieces in the mainstream media. Oh my god! Look at look, look at these terrible things that they get that our kids are playing. Yeah, yeah. Um. And you know, and then then, then you know, the next news cycle will roll around. Exactly. I, don't, I, I I I don't know if this is ever really going to change anything. Uh, or again if these kind of if we should be playing these kind of games yeah um you know obviously we have the right to play whatever we want the question is yeah everyone has to make their own choice is this something i really want to play like should I, should i question the fact that i'm finding this fun to do blowing away these terrorists in a safe house in london and stuff like that it's it's a it's a tricky one i yeah. used to i mean i always loved the i used to love, one of my favorite games of all time is rainbow 6 vegas sure Great game, and I've always loved the Rainbow Six games. The Rainbow Six Siege is a, is a, is, a, is a great game, but there is I do think you can enjoy those games. You can have a lot of fun without it turning you into a killer or making of you course. crazy or anything like that. We all agree on that. But I do think there. I think I, I, I think that as journalists and as people that that follow the industry uh, and commentate on it and, and observe it and monitor it, um, uh, do have a responsibility to continue to ask the questions: Should we really? Is is this really a good thing?
0: Well, that's what I'm interested about with Modern Warfare in particular. Is is it going to be fun? And I don't mean is it going to be boring. I mean, like, I was on the uh, the edge of my seat, not in an exciting way, but like in a tense way, watching them try to, as kids, try to take down this giant Russian uh, guy who was invading their home, right? Watching the team go through and fight the terrorists in their home. Like, I think we're in an interesting spot with games where. I know it sounds stupid, but games don't need to be fun, right? It's like I was talking about when I was, when I was playing uh, Gris or Gris, how we used to call it, but Gris, right? And I was like, when we were talking about on on Gamescast, Tim was like, well, do you like it? And I'm like, I don't find it entertaining, but I don't know if it's supposed to be. Like, it's not meant to be... There's platforming and it's super simple, so it's not like I'm supposed to be entertained the way I am when I platform in Mario, right? right? I'm supposed to return color to this world and feel an emotional connection and go see a solitude, right? I don't think that's a game you're supposed to play and be like, what a great time. Like That's not what you're doing in certain games. So if this game is that uneasy feeling of being in an uncomfortable situation and seeing in some small percentage what's that's like or being faced with decisions let me ask you this greg if, Lay you, were, it on if me.
1: you were a 10 year old kid yeah. whose whole family was wiped out in syria by by by, by russian forces and you saw your mother burned to death in a white phosphorus attack sure. and you, and your baby brother was was shot in the head and you came to america 5 years later as a refugee, yeah. and you found out that American kids were sitting around in front of their Xboxes, swigging Mountain Dew and eating pizza and playing a stylized video game version of your experience for fun. Yeah. Do you think that... Would you think that's cool?
0: I mean, of course not, Gary, but flip the conversation. What if you were a kid who grew up in Boston and your parents were killed in the Bo- the Boston bombing at the marathon, right. and now you're going to start a video game with the terrorist attack? Would you think that was cool? Like, no. Right. Like, I mean, that's... But that's the thing of, like, here... I. It's not even, I guess, do you think it's cool, right? Like, I don't, uh, and I, and I, 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 let's, Modern Warfare, right? I don't think starting it with the London terror attack they're doing, right? Is like, wow, what a cool thing to do, right? If anything, it's almost a, a power fantasy, right? It's almost uh, Inglorious Bastards, right? And let's stop right there in terms of going forward. But hey, Let's go, th- like, it, the Boston bo- uh, uh, bombing happens, right? And uh, you, we have to watch on the news and try to figure it out and see what, and these kids get caught in the boat and all this fucking shit, right? This is, the, the London bombing happens, it has pangs and ties and strands to reality, right? And so then you are then armed to go out and be the person who stops these people, right? I guess that's the fantasy there that they're trying to convey, right? And I don't think it's, like, the bloodthirstiness, and I don't, and not to mention, I mean, I don't think... If I, I can't imagine how different y- y- it is to be part of a, a terrorist attack or uh, a, a, an army incursion or whatever, and then come back and have games that are somehow basing it on that, right? If
1: you if you're an army, let's say that we've got we've actually got a marine uh, recruitment office right down the the street from here. Mm-hmm. Anyone can walk in, you know, as long as you're of a, a certain age and physically fit, then you can sign up to join. So the, us. Join the U.S. Marine Corps. <laughs> you know, we're too old and we're too fat. Um, but. Um, if you would, and you and you, actually, and you see it at um, Comic Con and PAX and and, uh, and E3, they have they have the Marine Corps and the Army oh, yeah. recruitment because they want to get those young kids. Yeah, and I think they look at these games as a recruitment tool. If I, all I'm saying is, if I'm a Marine Corps recruitment officer on the high street, or, or, or and I've got one of those little tents that they have, you know, sometimes yeah, they yeah. pop up tents, and a 16 year old kid says, "I want to join the Marines." Well, That's great, son. Why do you want to serve your country? Well, I really enjoy playing Call of Duty and and killing all those motherfuckers. I'd be like. Maybe you're not the right fucking material for that. I mean, maybe sure. you are. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, they want killers. I I don't I honestly don't know what the right mindset is to be a soldier. But I I don't know if the if the best path into that is through thinking this shit is fun. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Cause I'm telling you, no matter how fun you think it is, once they throw you into boot camp or once they throw you into combat, you're gonna get a wake up call real fucking quick. Sure. And you're going to be pissing your pants and crying for your mama and wishing you were back home drinking your Mountain Dew and eating your pizza. Because it ain't like the real thing. The real thing ain't nothing like what you're playing in that video game. Yeah. Anyway. Let's go serious. Hey, man, that's what happens. Wednesday. Wednesday, anything
0: can happen. All right. Let's get not serious and talk about your favorite company, EA. Number two on the Roper Report is the one with many, many, many uh, subheads here. It's EA Tidbits. Of course, as you knew yesterday, we were talking about the quarter closing. It's all these financial reports are coming out. And EA did a call since then, and a whole bunch of people reported on it. And I have a whole bunch of different little things that we'll talk about as we go. Let's start with Eddie at GameSpot, who's talking about NBA Live being delayed. NBA Live is not a flagship EA Sports title in the way that heavy hitters like FIFA and Madden are and it has a tumultuous history at the company however the strides that last year's NBA Live 19 made in a positive direction gave fans some hope that the series was back on track again now it appears something might be amiss or changing with the pro basketball franchise EA announced today that NBA Live 20 is still coming but it's been delayed due to EA's fiscal I'm sorry no been delayed to EA's uh, fiscal year 20 uh, Q3 which means the game is now scheduled release between october 1st and december 31st 2019 a spokesperson for ea sports told Gamespot that nba live will feature a quote-unquote different approach but it's not clear if this is the reason for the delay we're planning a different approach to nba live this year and we will have more to share in the quarter ahead the spokesperson said just a, f- a fun one there that nba live can't catch a
1: fucking break it's a strange thing to say isn't it that nba live is not a flagship ea sports title in the way that heavy hitters like fifa and madden are it should be, right? In the NBA, it's just, a, you know, if you think about what if people say, like, what are the top three sports in America? You'd say, well, baseball, football, basketball, yeah, and yeah. football. You'd yeah, put yeah. all those three together. So the fact that um, EA does not have, uh, that, their ba- that their basketball game is not considered a top-tier one, to me, to me it tells you that someone at EA... The EA fucked up basically, and they have done for for a while now. They had for a game, while, they had that one game that was fam- famously cancelled. Right, it was that close to coming out, dude. I,
0: that's like a story that just doesn't get enough credit in terms of being crazy. Is that at IGN, whatever year that was, kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. We had the review you code. Had a build of it, yeah. We had review code for NBA Live whatever, and then they were like, you know what, we're not going to release this game. And you're like, oh, what? Like, what? Like, we have the disc to play here in the office? Do you know like,
1: what? Did we, did, we ever, did we ever find out
0: why? I don't remember. That's that's too dusty for me. I, 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 mean, I,
2: I kind of
1: admire it, though. I mean, at some point, someone at EA did say, you know what, there's something wrong with this game. We can't release it.
0: And, you know, this our, the argument always goes back to, then, is competition. And how, of course, remember how Sega and uh, 2K at the time were pushing uh, yeah. Madden so hard, right? And they had a cheaper price point in first person. And then they snatched up the NFL license exclusivity, and then all competition died around them, right? The reason nba live can't catch a break and can't get out of the uh, get on the racetrack is because nba 2k is so good 2k dominates 2k is so good yeah. everybody adores that game and yeah. talks about how amazing it is yeah and um nba live 13 was canceled
1: says uh nanobiologist it was 13 okay yeah. so they cannot they, yeah they they cannot catch a break with these nba live games where do, and the other thing is it says it's getting pushed you don't have a lot of flexibility to push release dates in sports because you has got to match up with um people buy those games when the season's on yeah these games are. I mean, doesn't Madden generally comes out right before the football season? Starts, Madden's dropping right? this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right before the week. football season's what, a few weeks away. Yeah,
0: preseason starting up here in a second. So
1: if you if you release late, I don't know when the basketball. season... Are they playing basketball or not? Final I have no fucking idea. finals? For
0: basketball, were always right spring. So like summer, spring. So like yeah, they probably just wrapped up right.
1: So my, I mean, I'm not a sports guy, not an American sports guy anyway. But 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 you know, it, it occurs to me that there's a window where these games are ideally released, and if you have to push it, you're losing a lot of your uh, potential. <laughs> Like, are people still buying Madden halfway through the season, right? No. I imagine they, they pretty much are buying it like when the season, everyone's, everyone's excited about football's coming back yep. and you want to get into Madden yep. halfway through the season. Your team's probably shitting, not, not doing anything. You're not going to make the playoffs. Maybe you don't want to play Madden now. You're not going to pick it up. Well, so there's a million
0: you, other games coming out. You have to compete with all this other you stuff. You got to
1: strike while the iron is hot.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, here we're going to kick it over to IGN where Alicia Judge is talking about why EA doesn't do more with the Switch. Uh, we're going to jump right into the quote from CEO Andrew Wilson. Anytime we're evaluating platform conversations, we're really looking at a couple of things. One, does the game really fit the profile of that platform in terms of the control or the community ecosystem? Two, do we think the community playing on that platform would appreciate the game and go there, or would they prefer to play it somewhere else? We have a lot of data that would suggest a great many Switch owners also own a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One or PC and very often choose to play the games that we make on those platforms, even though they have a Switch and they enjoy a lot of great content on the Switch. No surprise there, but BJ Bernardo writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, do you ever see Nintendo Switch Switch? Nintendo do, and Switch. Uh, well, do you, what? Oh, the whole sentence. Let me just read it as it is. Do you ever seeing Nintendo and Switch ever trying to create a beefier console like Xbox One and PS4 so they can get those bigger selling games like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed? No, obviously wrapped into this. No, of course not. Nintendo be- marches to their own drum. Yep. If any, if they were going to change course, it would have been the Wii U. Right. The Wii U would have been the one of like, man, this didn't pan out the way we want. Maybe we should compete with Xbox and PlayStation. No, and they, instead do, they, like,
1: they, they doubled down on the Wii U. The, the, the difference is they just got it right. As I've said many times, the Wii U was the Switch prototype they needed to make to get to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like a Switch 0.5 release. And you saw the potential, but there was it wasn't quite there. Yeah, but they doubled. to Nintendo's credit. They doubled down it, and then they did hit the jackpot with Fucking Switch. It, yeah. It's a good point though. EA doesn't really support the Switch, does it?
0: Yeah, but it's because EA moves in such big units on these. Why would they? Yeah, it's the same. This is the but same. There's a lot of
1: money to be made on ask indie developers. There's a lot of money to be made on the Switch right now.
0: Yeah, but is there? That's the thing. Is I think to their point, if I if. I guess that's a bad actual example. I was going to say to the point, if I wanted to play Madden, I'd play Madden on my PlayStation 4, right? But that is actually not true because I'd rather have Madden on the road with me. This is my whole argument with the Vita, Right. That the Vita could have been such an amazing experience for EA Sports games, where it would have, if it would have been, I would have bought Madden on PS4, three, four, and Vita, and then I would have taken
1: my career. You're never going to be over the Vita, are you? You're no, never going to. Well, let I mean, it go. hey,
0: you're, you can sit here all and beat your chest, talk about how great the Switch is, Gary. It's because it's built on the shoulders of a giant named the PlayStation Vita.
2: Fucking tell him! The Vita is the reason the Switch exists. Woo-hoo! Oh my God! We
0: proved it. We we were the test. We were the beta audience. The Vita, the Vita. I, I feel for you, PC players. You're out there trying every game for me, <laughs> seeing what that. works, what doesn't you work, and that. then I get the good stuff. Did That's what was? I did with the Vita for you, Switch people. So you enjoy your Fire emblems and Luigi Guigies.
1: So easy to push Greg's buttons, isn't it? Just just you know where the buttons are. The Vita button. Press it every time. It's a sore spot. It, goes it always off, will goes on will like a jack in the box. We should be playing Vita two right so now. The, the, the Vita died so that the Switch might live. That's exactly. Your, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we should all be thankful. To the Vita, one hundred percent. Okay, it's right to give Shuhei thanks and praise. Did you, you know. order a light? No, I did. I saw that. Yeah, but you're that's because right. your daughter more than anything. Yeah, right? she really wants one. Yeah, I got I, one. I,
0: don't get me wrong. I think the light's a great idea. It's just I'm, I'm super happy with my Switch. I don't need to. Yeah, you don't need to,
1: your well, household doesn't really need a secondary. But you've got well, you. Well, we Gen. have 2 You've got. Oh, so you've already. We got, have you're, to. You're, <laughs> Come on now. Oh, yeah. You're already like an elite. Uh, you know, one percent household. Exactly. What you know what I mean. I got Joy-Cons falling out of every drawer. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, you're good. You're good. No, it is weird. I mean, I guess it's not that weird. And I certainly and yeah. No the, the the Nintendo's too smart to ever join. There's already a very pointless two- way race. again, the Xbox and the PlayStation 4 right now, there's almost no difference between them in terms of what they what they can do. You make a choice based on the games and the and the platform and the ecosystem uh, and just what you know appeals better to you. but it's very, very hard for the PlayStation and the Xbox. One more than the other, say, well, here's why you should get an Xbox right versus a PlayStation, or well, here's why you should get a PlayStation versus an Xbox. That's why there's they, all they these third the exact, party deals, right? They do the exact same shit. We get the DLC early. The Switch, so however, can say, here's why you should get a Switch. Look yeah. at all this crazy shit it does yeah. that no one else is doing. They they have they have some unique selling points.
0: Yeah, and I think you know in terms of like why more stuff doesn't come to the Switch, I think it's you know the Madden engine and all these different engines they've made have been have gotten so complex and so creative. I don't you worry about what the Switch would have to sacrifice to run them. At the quality that they're running on PlayStation. D- have, there was some, I mean, a Switch on... Inten- if you can put, a, if you can put Doom on, on the Switch. Switch
1: and it runs pretty decent, I mean, doesn't that... Can't you do... I mean, I, I, I have a hard time believing that there couldn't be a perfectly playable, totally legitimate version of Madden on the Switch. I am, of course, an asshole, Gary.
0: And I am not a game developer. So I'm prepared to get the shit kicked out of me right now in every message board and comment thread in the world. I would say that there's more under the hood going on in Madden than there is in Doom. You I say that. I, I, don't want, I mean, I, and I'm down to be corrected, but like think about it. like Madden has the whole thing where there's now the physics engines, and that's applying to every character at every moment. There's AI for every player on the field of what they're doing. There's the, we're going to come back, we're going to look at the different view, camera points of view. Doom, of course an amazing game that runs silly smooth and is so much fun we've talked about this but it's more angered from one perspective I'm making the moves I mean there's physics in it but not to the point of Making sure the ball is going to go where it's supposed to go, and if it hits the fingertip, it goes that way. While that guy over there is getting, and then your I defensive I, end is getting I, blocked. I, just, and I
1: disagree. I don't. I don't think that the, the. I don't think the EA decided not to put Madden on the switch because they couldn't technically pull it off. I think they just ran the spreadsheet and said we're not going to make that. Oh money. no!
0: Oh my God! No, no, that's the reason. No, it's, they definitely could have put a version on there, but I think it would have been we're going to bring it down to this. We're going to get knocked into the press because it looks like this. Uh, we're only going to sell X million of copies when in, over, if we just keep going here. Yeah, keep this wasn't elsewhere. an argument of like what it's they couldn't do it it was just an argument of like i think comparatively i don't know if it holds water that because doom did it madden could do it too and have a great great experience okay but i could be wrong if you may doom or madden write in and talk to me what do you got kev
2: speaking of nintendo consoles you ever think we're gonna get a nintendo like a, another switch that's a little bit bigger like know? an xl like a switch xl yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah but no oh, sorry all right yeah sorry then also has a place to play like to put in ds games
1: no, I don't think you'll get that. No? No. Sorry. I have a question about the Switch Lite. Here we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exci- also, I do
0: think you'll get a bigger, a big Switch. Eventually. I'm excited yeah, so about
1: too. the Switch Lite. Why can't you dock it? Why not? Uh, Why wouldn't they make that available?
0: I assume because they're trying to bring down the price point and whatever,
1: the what little, little but, switch in there. Yeah, but what, 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 what costs money to make, to make it pluggable into a dock?
2: You, but like, it improves the quality of the game too. It goes from 720 on the little screen to right. That's true. Right. So that's I, true. I imagine the dock itself must there's have processing power in there. Yeah, but you would still
1: sell, you would still sell the dock separately. They they already do sell the dock separately. Mm. So why but why not just give players that option? Why not have that additional functionality? Sometimes you do want to plug it into the TV. Ninety. I would say when I when 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 I play, I never play the Switch in handheld mode. I always play it plugged into the TV. But my but my wife and kid love to play in handheld, handheld yeah. mode. Uh, especially my kid. My wife actually goes kind of 50-50. My kid mostly loves to play in handheld mode. Because she can take it into her bedroom. She can take it anywhere. I'm just saying, I understand why the Joy-Cons don't come off. I understand why the HD-ROM and things like Things that cost money, they took those out. But like plugging it into this... In, I mean, literally, the whole reason why it's called the Switch is that you can switch from handheld mode yeah. to dock mode. So maybe they should have called it the not switch
2: i'm seeing a lot of or
1: something because like you can't right do here. you can't do the ba- the one basic thing that was the key selling point of it and i don't it doesn't seem to me like it would have cost a lot of money for them to make the switch light pluggable into a dock that you would buy separately and it just seems weird to me
2: yeah that's it, that is very odd <laughs> i think
1: this is just- it, I, I, again, I'm sure there's some hardware or something that facilitates it that was not, there's got to like, be a reason for it. People in the
2: it. chat are saying that like the dock doesn't do any processing. So, so right. it's just the
1: switch over the yeah. thing or whatever.
2: Which, I yeah, I mean, it
1: seems, unlike, it seems unlikely that uh, Reggie or someone or, or whoever made the call in Japan, they were like, we could dock it, it doesn't cost anything, like, ah, let's not bother. I mean, why not do it if you can do it? There must have been a. There's got to be reason. some connection there. There Yeah,
0: exactly. It costs fifty cents,
1: and they don't want to fucking do Maybe that. Maybe
2: it's going to be slightly bigger or something like. But that. well, that's like, part of it. But that's but
1: part you, of it you, in you, terms of when like When you the plug sun. it in, it's just the USB power connection that's connected to the dock, right? And that does everything. The USB C connection is what is what no connects idea. it to the dock. No, that's correct. That's correct. Okay, so there must be something internal inside the switch that facilitates the 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 the, the TV play with the enhanced resolution and stuff. That they've taken out of the switchlight to get the price down, because it seems like I, 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 as much as I'm excited about the switchlight, again, my kid's not going to care because she just wants to play handheld. Sure, I just, it just would, it would I feel like it would have been nice. Maybe the next version of it, they'll, can they'll you add control, that. Can
0: just you buy a fucking regular Switch then.
1: But we have one! Then buy another one and you
0: would have, had, you know what I mean? That's the thing I here. Just like, want, I just want it all! They uh, just it want, they're just they not been even trying to build a better mousetrap,
1: they're just trying to sell you another mousetrap, you, mouse you know what I mean? But you should always, you should always be trying to make a better version trap. of it. You should always be trying to make the best version of it well, you can. Well, they
2: did do that, right? Isn't there one coming with a slightly better processor? Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, it'll get these incremental upgrades. I mean, that's all in. It's not a better processor, it's more battery life. No, it's a better processor. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay. It's got better battery life, yes. Yeah,
2: but that causes the better battery life. The processor chip.
0: Yes, and that's why the new, the old Switch, but now the new version of the old Switch in the all-red box has a, the better processor and now an even better battery than the Switch Lite.
2: Does the Switch Lite have better battery than the old Switch?
0: Yes, it goes old Switch, Switch Lite, new Switch. Huh. It makes sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Yeah. All right. We're good? All Lord right. opponent the you're wrong says the switchlight mostly does not have a most likely does not have a video out on the motherboard that would allow the video signal to go through the USB C right, port. Right right.
1: And again, they, to get the price down to one nine nine, they probably had to strip every part that they felt they could do away totally. with. Yeah. That makes sense. That's fine. Look, they they made a decision let's let's just make a handheld only switch for the handheld market. I yeah. think that's I think that's fine.
0: Well, I'm glad you're talking so much about Switch, because we're going to keep talking about EA. Uh, it turns out, Gary Wood, according to Eddie at GameSpot, uh, live services make EA a lot of money. For the April-June quarter, ended June 30th, EA made about $1.2 billion in revenue, which is up from $1.1 billion during the same quarter last year. Digital revenue accounted for 1. Uh, just a little over $1 billion. and Oh, I'm sorry, of the $1.2 billion total. So again, that. Uh, digital revenue accounted for 1.049 billion of the 1.2 billion total with revenue from physical game sales and other sources coming in at 160 million suck it physical media. Uh, EA posted a 1.42 billion in profit for the first three month period uh, compared to a profit of 293 million during the same period last year again I'm gonna read that again EA posted 1 Point forty-two billion billion in profit for the three-month period compared to a profit of $293 million during the same period last year. The huge increase was due to a number of factors, including EA's decision to move some of its IP rights to its international HQ in Switzerland, as well as changes to the Swiss income tax rates. Yeah,
1: because why, why pay American taxes if you don't have to, Greg? That
0: seemed to have been benefited EA in a major way.
1: I'm telling you, all these fucking companies, Greg, yeah. did, you, did you know that Apple, do you know that Apple is at Apple, right? Yeah. You know, I, I, I've you know, heard, you of you've Apple. heard of Apple, right? Yeah, once or twice. Did you know that their company headquarters is actually based in Ireland? Mm-hmm. Because because they pay no tax there. They, they, they have Aren't an they incredibly sued, complicated right now? Fina- internal financial system where everything gets routed and processed through the Apple's uh, uh, base in Ireland. And in such a way that their tax attorneys, they figure out a way that they pay almost no tax. Of course. All these fucking companies pay nothing. You saw Rockstar uh, earlier this yeah, week we Rockstar, talked about it. Rockstar, Amazon doesn't pay a penny in tax. Yeah. Apple, EA set up in Switzerland. All, all this money gets routed through the fucking Cayman Islands, Luxembourg, uh, Bermuda, all these fucking tax shelters. Also, Delaware. All, yeah, Delaware. All, the, all all these fucking... That's why well, the credit card companies are based that's not in a, Delaware.
0: If you didn't know, that's not a joke. Every, like, yeah, you, I, if, looking if you ever look into have, a lot have, of companies are incorporated in Delaware because of If you have a credit
1: card company, uh, if you have a credit card, your, your money's going through Delaware. There, I mean... They, because Delaware has very, very advantageous and generous tax. And one of laws. our
0: stupidest decisions, right? We were like, do we want we have to incorporate? Are we incorporating California? Are we incorporating in Delaware. Yeah. And we thought it, and you know, we were like, let's be upstanding citizens and incorporating California. Fucking and now dumb. look at us. Now you, feel us. Like a, now you feel like a sucker Getting, yeah, rubbing
2: yeah. pennies together trying I know to. You wanna oh, you wanna be like, Jeff, you wanna, you wanna be like Jeff
1: Bezos, only earning five hundred and forty thousand dollars a minute God, and, so uh, and not paying a penny in income tax. Because why should you? Why should you contribute? Why should you pay back? Why should anyone else have anything? Mm-hmm. Fuck all those other people. Yeah. Fuck public services. Uh-huh. Fuck schools. Fuck hospitals. Why do we need any of those but the, things? But
2: there is some fighting back, right? Like Google got like the shit suit out of them, and they like there was a giant fine they had to pay for last year.
1: I think and, they paid uh, a five billion dollar fine, which they probably had made back in profit before their lawyers even sure, walked out of the but room. Sure, that's
2: still a big fine, and that not for it, Google, it's not. That's not. That's not. That that it's not
1: punitive quarterly. to them. Five billion dollars is nothing. Mm.
2: I mean, Kevin,
0: uh, sue Google for us. Why? For stealing and Jared Petty.
1: Debatable. Oh, fuck. That kind of thing. That Do that. That
2: can we Shut up. No, don't say that on the record. I'm going to buy another Google thing, excuse me. God damn
1: it. I, I just stuff. I just lo- I didn't notice. I love that they moved their IP rights to Switzerland. <laughs> Switzerland. That's such a fucking sleazy <laughs> <And> again- <laughs> move.
2: How fucking sleazy is that? 1.42 <laughs>
1: billion lower, lower than a snake's
0: belly. 1.42 billion compared to 293 million. So, oh. Uh, shit. As a, a slide released Holy as shit. part of the EA earnings report also shines light on to just how subsid- uh, substantial live service elements of the publisher games are to the company's bottom line. For the last quarter live services, which Include microtransactions and subscriptions among other elements. Brought in 504 million dollars in digital net, uh, digital net for the trailing 12 months. Live services racked up. Uh Two point four six one billion for EA.
1: You think all these kids growing up playing video games, thinking that like EA and Activision, these companies are these fucking dream factories where c- people are sitting around, you know, ba- on on uh, razor scooters and bouncing balls off the wall, and, f- and and going, oh, how can we make our games even more delightful for our users? How do we how do we how do we how do we push the boundaries of creativity? <laughs> it's not that. It's a bunch of fucking sleazy lawyers sitting around in the corner going, see, if we if we funnel our money through Switzerland and then the Caymans, we can pay no tax. Fucking high five. That's what's actually going on at the companies that's what the developers
0: are sitting around how can we make the games more fun and do the developers things? are yeah, just making sure paper- you're paying everybody with a picture here all right so why don't we even throw the baby out with the bathwater here all right <laughs> are there a lot of fucking sleazy lawyers yes and as i said when we talked about the rock star one we find- hit us up where yeah, are you go. help how kind how of funny help me funnel my money i'm sick of paying all these taxes if nobody else has to Gary Widda probably doesn't pay a fucking cent either. Wait, no, I oh, f- What, are you kidding me? You're fucking putting it off through some bookie Eli you charity. Should, you should see
1: you should see the fucking tax check I write every April. It's no joke. Yeah? Oh yeah. We should compare notes one day. Alright.
0: Okay. <laughs> <sighs> We're all fired up today. Uh, Believe it or not, still more EA tidbits for you. Uh, Need for Speed and Plants vs. Zombie games are coming. This is Oscar Deus at GameSpot. Uh, EA has confirmed it will release a new Need for Speed title soon. The publisher said in an investor call that it plans to launch the new game before the end of March 2020. Quote, we'll be delivering many other new experiences to players throughout the remainder of the fiscal year, said EA CEO Andrew Wilson. We'll take the wraps off our new Need for Speed game heading into Gamescom in a few weeks. We also have plans for a Plants vs. Zombie shooter title coming to console and PC Later this year do you
1: think it's strange that ea continues to to press ahead with the need for speed franchise considering that like when's the last time there was a need for speed game anyone gave a shit about it's just been dud after dud after dud, after dud for years and years now i, mean, I guess they must make money they,
0: yeah but they, yeah is that the thing they got to keep going right there must be a hardcore drive there's
1: there's dozens of ea franchises sitting around road rash go, where the fuck's road rash where, where's road rash where's that where's any number do of Sim city right Right. I mean there's so many EA yeah, franchises just kind of sitting around. Need for Speed though, they consider to to uh like It had a movie. It had a movie, which was also a dud. Yeah. Right? Need Sorry, to, like, the Need for Speed is is fucking is, is dead on arrival. Like no one gives no one cares about Need for Speed games. I actually love them. I the last one that I really liked the last really there good one. There was a good one on Vita and for, I'm not even making a joke. Oh, again. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Two. That was the last good one. Uh. The last one that I played, the most recent one, I can't remember it was Need for Speed Payback. And I tried to get into that because it had like it had seemed like it seemed like it had a good kind of fast and furious type storyline. Sure. It seemed like it could be fun. It had like cool heist missions and stuff. But I got bored with it really quickly. The Need for Speed franchise is fucking dead. I don't. I don't know why EA continues. Uh, to you know, to, to, to kind of try and bring it back to life with the paddles. Clear. Boo! No, it's still fucking dead. Let's release another game. Let's hope this one works. What is going on <laughs> at EA? They must make money. They must make money.
0: Yeah, they've invested a lot of money, I'm sure, into the tech and the engine and all this other stuff. And they want to. It's the same reason why they keep making just cause just games. Just bring back no offense, Burnout.
1: Kev. It's not fucking difficult, Greg. They Burnout people are
0: gone. Play Dangerous Driving. I played Dangerous Sorry, Driving. Sorry, didn't and have I liked fucking it, leaderboards but it was on not Epic.
1: Burnout. Bring back burnout. It, guess what? Nothing will be burnout again. Every stop. Just stop trying. Bring back all the original people.
0: The, oh, here we go. The people fucking that are go. making
1: dangerous driving, why do you think they're making it? Because they want to make burnout, but EA won't fucking let them. So bring them back. You don't think they, You think if EA called the dangerous driving, people and say, hey, we're we'll bringing back burnout, you want to come back? You don't think they'd all fucking be on the next train? Of course they would.
0: No, they have morals unlike you, all right? And they talk shit about EA and want to go burnout. back to EA. We want it. <laughs> Maybe this need for speed will be the Hashtag want. Hashtag bring
1: back burnout. Let's Man, get it there's trending. there's
2: a lot more need for speed games than I thought. Yeah, right? Yeah, too many. Yeah,
0: it's, it's crazy. There's been a
1: ton, yeah. Look them. Need for Speed, Need for Speed 2, Need for Speed 3, Hot Pursuit, High Stakes, Porsche Unleashed, Hot Pursuit 2, 2002, that was the last, they've gone almost 20 years, that was the last good one, Underground, Underground 2, Most Wanted, Carbon, Pro Street, Undercover, Shift, Nitro, World, Hot Pursuit, again, Rebooted, Unleashed, The Run, Most Wanted, again, Rebooted, Rivals, No Limits, Need for Speed, they just rebooted the whole thing, they just called it Need for Speed, Need for Speed, Payback, that was the last one that I played. But what you are think are you're some kind of fucking expert
0: over here, you're just telling them which ones have stuck for 20 years, you don't know what you're talking about. You know? Hot Pursuit 2 was good. Uh, you know, again, we still have more to do here.
1: SSX! Where the fuck is SSX? Bring that back! Didn't they try? I thought no, they they there I mean, was, was a Wii one. Like right, On Tour was the last one, It was, I think, it was years ago.
0: Hold on, need... Four, okay. It's also the thing of, you say this, but you wouldn't buy it, you wouldn't play it. Ubisoft made your fucking hey, jump off the top of this snowy thing. Nobody
1: cared. You know, That was no good. Nobody wanted that game. Nah. We want SSX. What
2: was that? Steep?
0: Yeah, steep. That's it. Steep. That was no good.
2: Just about the
0: one. Oh, here we go. Find the franchise. There it is. So Need for Speed Payback. Here we go, here we go. I'm, I'm here are Metacritics, right? Need for Speed on, uh, Payback oh, so on PlayStation 4. 2012
1: was the last. Oh, so Blur and on SSX in 2012. That was the last one. But these games were no good. It, it looks to like bring it back and for make the it record good.
0: to set you right, Gary Wood. It looks like Need for Speed Rivals was the last critically acclaimed one. It had an 80 on Metacritic. Okay, 60s for Hopper suit was the last one I enjoyed. Hopper suit, yeah, that's good. That's doing. All right, moving on. Uh, number three, that uh, Trump tariff we've talked about before might make your PlayStation Four cost more. This is Eddie at GameSpot. PlayStation consoles might get more expensive for shoppers in the United States during an earnings call today. Uh, during an earnings call today, Sony Chief Financial Officer Hiroki. Totoki said it will need to increase the price of the PlayStation consoles sold in America if President Trump's proposed tariffs on electronics made in China, including game consoles, do indeed go through. This was reported on by the Wall Street Journal. According to the Wall Street Journal, most of the components of the PlayStation consoles are made in China. Quote, we believe and therefore have told the U.S. government that higher tariffs would ultimately damage the U.S. economy, uh, Totoki said. Uh, Earlier this year, Trump announced a plan to increase tariffs from 10% to 25% on electronics made in China and shipped to the United States. These export tariffs are not finalized as of yet, and the U.S. and China are coming back to the negotiation table this week. The new comment from Totoki comes after Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo jointly released a statement opposing Trump's tariffs. A 25 percent increase in consoles to match the tariff uh, cost would, quote, likely put a new video game console out of reach for many American families who we expect to be in the market for a console this holiday season. The companies said in their letter, Nintendo is already reportedly preparing itself for the tariffs by moving manufacturing out of China uh, for the new Switch consoles, including the Switch Lite microsoft 2 is working on a new console project scarlet Uh, xbox boss phil spencer has said the price of the console may depend on what happens with the tariffs more government bullshit ruining me, your video Don't games.
1: tell me politics doesn't impact us. Here it is right now. I know. We're right? going to be back to the to the, time, to the times of $599 US dollars. That's
0: the question from Fendi, who wrote in to patreon.com slash games and says, Hey guys, Sony recently stated it might raise the price of consoles if Trump's tariffs with China go through. Do you guys think with the expected higher price of the PlayStation 5 and tariffs cost, we might experience another PS3 599 situation in the near future? Thanks for everything and keep up the great work, Fendi. Can't rule it out, can you? No, you can't. I think that Sony... Understands the five hundred ninety nine U S so dollars for them meme. in
1: particular. They don't, they, they I have know, they to can imagine they'd be like, there. "We
0: got to fucking eat it." We're, you know, it, you know it, it it's not it's definitely not unheard of, if not usual, for console manufacturers I mean, to eat still, it. I mean,
1: we're still talking about it now. It's, it's still, Ridge Racer, them. giant enemy crab, right? Historically accurate, Chinese crab. battles hit the hit the weak spot for massive damage. We uh, we all remember it, Ridge Racer. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna
0: be interesting to see how this would affect it when it goes. I I think they'll back down. I think this negotiation table stuff will get us settled
1: do you think that was the biggest train wreck conference of all time or the Jamie Kennedy one I mean
0: like that's the thing is like how do you want what are we judging the train wreck just, just like what what I mean what I would, if it's the one that makes you cringe the most yeah like, but I would lob out Mr. Caffeine for Ubisoft remember that I, this I, reminds me of another game Do-do-do-do-do. and he did it like 15 times during the fucking thing like oh my god and he, and he, he came out he's like I'm Mr. Caffeine I'm like who the fuck are you who the fuck is Mr. Caffeine and then even that the Wii music thing Remember when they d- debuted Wii Music and the drummers like, "You're just fucking swinging Wii motes around." What the fuck is wrong with you people? A lot we, of bad we, conferences. We, we, have had, we
1: have had some legendarily bad uh, press that conferences Konami one. <laughs> they what was the
0: Konami one? There. They just came out of E3 God. and just talked at a podium, walk <laughs> <laughs> really. Switch, the J- the Switch one from Japan, where we were all like, "What the fuck?" the
2: the, the Pokemon one that just happened.
1: We didn't
0: watch that. Do You remember
1: We're the Ubisoft oh, one for the Avatar game and their James Cameron come out and he just basically Bullshit. told he you he just told it. you the entire plot of, of Avatar. It took him like twenty minutes and it was so boring. <laughs> Did you see? That and clip? I love Cameron, and I even liked Avatar. But fuck me, I didn't want to. I did not need to see the guy stand on a stage and tell me the entire story of two Avatar. Clips,
0: two clips that are that I think are worth watching. Number one, definitely in this vein. Did you ever see the one where Tom Hanks came out at a Sony CES to I've, talk about Sony? Yes, and he, he like totally just rips them apart during it because he didn't read the script and he's making yeah. fun of it. And of course, and he's Tom shit. Hanks.
1: So what are they gonna do? Hey, do whatever the fuck you want, American he wants. sweetheart.
0: And then also, I'd never seen this, but uh, did you ever see this uh, David Letterman interview with Michael Keaton the night before Batman released? In 89? No. Michael Keaton's sitting next to David Letterman, and Letterman's like, all right, yeah, the movie comes out tomorrow. Everybody's super excited. Like, you know, they're talking about the movie, and he's like, Oh, and the Joker's, and yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, do, do, so who's the Joker, like, what's the Joker's relationship? And, and Michael Keaton's like, oh, well, it turns out he's the one who killed his parents, and, and, and he goes, right, right, right. Wait, I guess that's a kind of a spoiler. And the whole crowd groans, and <laughs> they're all like, ah. Oh! <laughs> he's like, I kind of gave away the plot of the, the movie. Tom, the Tom
1: Hanks one I really loved recently, and God bless him, he came out, he was on, I think he was on, um, Jimmy, uh, he was on either Kimmel or he was on um, Fallon. Yeah. And he came out to promote Toy Story 4. And he, and just because he, I guess he's Tom Hanks. What the fuck is they, what are they going to yeah. do to him? Yeah, he pulled out all of the official Disney talking points that the publicist had given him. That's and, awesome. You must mention these things. Don't whatever, don't whatever you do, don't mention these things. And he just read them all out because he's Tom Hanks and who gives a fuck? I've seen like that it.
0: one of Tom Hanks where he, inter- he like the couples get taking their wedding photos and he's he, he's like walking by and he just stops. He's like, "Can I be in the photos?" <laughs> and they're like, "Uh, yeah, Tom Hanks." I,
1: if I if I were Tom Hanks or Bill Murray or Keanu Reeves, that's all I would do. Yeah, I totally wouldn't even make movies anymore. I would just wander around photo bombing and say, hey, you want me to, you know, chill out with you for a bit? I'll take pictures. I, of you, you can yourself. do it now, Gary. I'm not famous Keanu, enough for that. I like
2: Keanu Reeves is like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to get really good at a bunch of cool stuff and do movies about it with, uh, you know... The throws
0: knives and shit. Number four on the Roper <laughs> Report, and the final one, Red, De- Red Dead Online has left beta. Today's update to Red Dead Online brings a host of new gameplay, including new cooperative story missions, free roam activities, and the addition of poker, alongside a range of updates and
1: improvements that strengthen the stabilize. was beta, wasn't it? Like six months? Or so oh, it yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, the fun, uh, foundational world of the Red Dead Online experience. A massive thanks to everyone who participated during the beta period. Your feedback has been instrumental in helping us fine-tune the game so far uh, with your uh, many suggestions suggestions implemented in today's update and we will continue to implement more of your feedback in future updates to come this is just the beginning the future of red dead online not only includes continued improvements to the core elements of the world to make every aspect of the game fun for all kinds of players but also brand new experiences that establish a deeper more immersive connection to the world and your character you can read about it obviously over at anywhere rockstar ig and whoever uh, rockstar pointed out new co-op missions new free run missions uh, dynamic events and more gary I'm excited to see how many people flock back to Red Dead Online, but I'll have to go talk to people, and they're so far away. If I needed news that was more close
1: to us and say that I could read right now, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kinda Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday.
2: (laughs)
0: do 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 yeah before i get to out today let's talk about our sponsors up first is third love you know them all the kind of honeys are wearing third love bras for a lot of reasons but mainly because they're comfortable and they like them and the service is good third love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their fit finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel third love offers more than 70 sizes including their signature half cup sizes skip the trip find your fit with third love's online fit finder you order and try on at home no more awkward fitting room experience You answer a few simple questions, and you find the perfect fit in 60 seconds. Over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's fun, and it takes less than a minute to complete. Plus, there's a 100% fit guarantee. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if they don't love it, return it, and third-level wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Uh, I've been told these are hands down the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. Uh, Straps that won't slip and tagless labels, so there's no itching. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com/games to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com/games for 15% off today. 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 Next up is Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your FICO score isn't great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help pay off high interest credit card debt. When I took out my loan, this did not exist and I had a bad uh, uh, credit uh, is what the percentage on it and it hurt and it took a long time to pay off. So don't do that, do Upstart. Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the forum of a smarter interest rate. Upstart believes you're more than a credit score. They believe in you and understand that. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes without affecting your credit score. The best part? Once the loan is approved, most people get their funds the next business day. Over 200,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards, student loans, and fund their weddings or make large purchases. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to Upstart.com. Dot com slash kfgames to find out how low your upstart rate is. Checking your rate takes only a few minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kfgames. Out today. Crystal Crisis on PC. Solo Islands of the Heart on Xbox One. Pilot Sports on Xbox One. Now, Gary, this sounds like a game for you. A touch at home. Oi, Governor. London Detective Mysteria. And it's on, on PC. PC. Yeah, of course. The Tower of Beatrice on Xbox One. Standby on Switch. Copper Bell on PC and Mac. Rap Simulator on PC. Road Rage Royale on PC. Wait, whoa. These
1: two sound in. Rap Simulator and Road Rage Royale. Throw that
0: away. Kevin, I need to see what Road Rage Royale yeah, is that, immediately. I, I, um, if this one is peaked, 100 bikes with chains,
1: if we're doing that. It's not going to be Road Rash. It's going to be something else. but let's, fucking let's, could let's be.
0: Uh, Minoria on PC comes uh, August. Oh, that's a new date. I don't know why I put it there. but uh, mm, yeah, okay, And then Bear With Me gets a new episode and a complete collection bundle today on Switch, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. New dates for you. Minoria comes to PC August 27th. Newt 1, really kind of like Rogue One, Newt 1. Maybe there's a lawsuit there. Uh, releases uh, August 30th on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Silver Chains comes to PC on August 6th. Lonely Mountains Downhill is getting a uh, open beta uh, via Steam uh, August 8th through August 11th. Star Trek Online Awakening beams down to PC on September 10th and releases on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One at a later date. When... Awakening releases this fall. Players will embark on a mission to recover stolen technology with the help of Lieutenant Commander Paul Stamets. That's right. Kind of funny. Best friend Anthony Rapp from Star Trek Discovery. There's a we have cool friends from Kevin Show. This this is a complete fucking lie. You're gonna tell me you have Road Rash Royale and it's little fucking R- it's a Road RC Rage cars? Royale.
1: Boo, boo. Oh, it could be fun. Boo. Remind, reminds me of those old uh, uh, those Super Sprint games. Uh yeah. Okay, Remember? I see that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Stigian. Reign of the Old Ones descends upon Steam on September 26th. And then Monster Hunter World Iceborne arrives on September 6th on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, which I think we knew. However, the Steam version is coming January 2020, and a lot of you PC players are pissed off about it. Can I
1: share with you a trailer for a game that you've probably never heard of, but uh, as of this week it's become my most anticipated game. Gary, I would love it if you did that. Kevin, I'd like you to pull a trailer, please, for a game called Trans-Siberian Railroad Simulator. Jesus Christ.
0: While you do that, I'll tell you the deals of the day. PlayStation Plus has August Games announced its Wipeout Omega Collection and Sniper Elite Four. Remember, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, Tuesday you'll be able to download those for free. Uh, if you're a PlayStation Plus member and you have no interest in them, still do it. Go redeem them. You don't have to download them. Then in your library forever. The
2: Trans Siberian Railway.
1: Yeah, railway, railroad or railway? I forget which one it is. Wow. Yeah, the top, the first one there. Trans Siberian Railway. Five
2: hundred and fifty-two
1: thousand views. God bless you, train Can you know nerds. Play, play, put the sound on. Is this oh. the one
2: that's the longest? The like train, like it crosses the. the
1: first- so, so you're, you're 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 a Trans-Siberian railroad driver, and you are transporting contraband across Siberia. Wow. Okay. Full interactive cockpit. You've been doing it. Yeah. You you you're already off the. vision to the train games, but watch this. This takes it to the next level. Just wait and see what this happens in this train. guards and shit coming.
0: It's real light, but yeah. Oh,
2: yeah
1: no,
0: nah, I don't. Yeah, it's fine. I get the picture. Oh, my God. My train's in trouble. Fix trains it.
1: you got to fix the engine. Survive extreme weather. Oh, my God. Just, just oh, wait. my God. Wait, wait, wait.
2: For sure, people are going to attack
1: you, right? Oh, my God. No, not people. Wolves, Kevin.
2: Hey, a little bit
0: of Right? Kevin, this is it. Now, this isn't an insult. Kevin. this is a job I think you'd be good at. Train? <laughs> yeah, taking like, a train across the si- look, Siberian you're Tundra. You're drinking
2: booze,
1: you're fighting wolves with yeah, trains. Yeah, just what cars. I want to have a
0: train to ra- train conductor. Well, I mean, oh my God! Look, look at, at all this, these
2: antelopes, mooses mousse, crashing into mooses.
1: That's why you can't There's drink no and drive.
2: There's no way, right? Like the, that
1: would just take them out. Wow. Oh yeah, you'd have no. The, yeah, the, the train wins that battle if you have enough speed. This,
2: this does seem interesting. It does, right? Greg, you got? I'm get really very excited
0: into, about it. I got what now?
2: Is it, do you want to get really into this game or
0: what? No, but I want to watch you play for sure. But I want you to have a little conductor hat. Can I? And I'll be. I'll, I'll come back from the dining
1: car all the time with food for you.
2: I. That's. But I'll, dr- I'll, I'll, I'll like I will tr- come
1: back and play that on the street on this channel if you want to. I do 100. I've become want that, I've become a bit of a train game expert on my on my channel. Wow! Right. Look at that. Oh man. yeah, making big moves. Been playing Train Sim World. Is that good? How oh yeah, really it? fun. Yeah? yeah. Last night I went from London, uh, London Paddington to Reading, and I and I arrived at the station with one minute to spare. Poof! Oh, it's on PlayStation Four, you know. Get oh, those, is get it? Those, get, those, get those trophies. How are the trophies? Um... I didn't, look, I didn't look into them, but okay. whether it's an easy plat or not, I don't know. I will tell you, though, quick plug. If you want to come to my stream tonight, twitch.tv slash Gary I'm going to be giving away 12 codes for Train Sim World wow. on Xbox One, on PlayStation 4, and on PC. Look come at join you. me tonight, I'm 8 p.m. People.
0: Pacific. Do they have to subscribe. Just be in the chat. No,
1: just be in the chat. The good right. people at Dovetail Games hooked me
0: up. Yeah, they're really nice, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. Uh, you guys killed the questions. Of course, it was a jam-packed news day. I want to give one that's very specific, Gary. And then EJ, okay. well, I want to, you have this gaming addiction question. I like. I want to get to that tomorrow. But for you, Gary, the twenty thirty eight Pokemon CEO writes in. It says, Gary, as a screenwriter, do you purposely write in potential memes? Is this something you can or can't control? I asked over last week's Bethesda account issue. I feel like it was overblown because it was too easy to meme. When you're writing a, a script or anything, are you putting in things that you think would be funny to be broken out or like to be like, are you trying to, you're trying to write a good story, but are you putting in any Easter eggs, things you might actually No, know? not
1: deliberately. I think, I think you can't for, I think one of the things that we've learned from the internet is you cannot force memes. Sure. You cannot oh, say, I've tried. you cannot set out to say, I'm going to make a meme. Right. Yeah. Like when I did, if you're not making moves, you're standing still. You knew that was gonna go. No, I, well, I mean, after the fact, like you, you kind of go, someone's gonna gift that or whatever. But, you don't, but I don't go. I don't. I wasn't sitting here thinking, oh, I'm gonna say this so that someone will, will give it. You I know, like
2: in the video, you can see the first time you do it, you can see yourself. The light bulb go me. off. See that, little, it looks you see that little twinkle.
1: Yeah. yeah. That little twinkle. But like another one when um, when uh, Fran asked me, no, was it was a Fran or Tim, I can't remember. It was Tim. Tim asked me who my favorite... There's none left, Kevin. There's more bags in the kitchen.
0: Yeah, but we keep them on the high shelf so Kevin can't get to them.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's good. He got you, dude. <laughs> Wait, What did Fran do? <laughs> Tim asked me what oh. my favorite uh, uh, My Little Pony was. Yeah. And I said Rarity because she's fancy. And the next thing you know, that's gone. that's a meme. Sure, But it wasn't mm-hmm. intended to be. Yeah. And I think that the only true memes are the ones that genuinely sure. happen organically. That's fair. If you set out to make a meme, you're, I think you're, you're, you're just asking for failure. It's true.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squat up. This is where one of you writes in to patreon.com slash kinda funny games. Give me your name, username, platform of choice. I read here, the best friends coming p- find you and everybody plays games together. Today Tyler from Ontario, Canada needs help on the Xbox One. His Xbox Live username is one word in awesome, Fats Beardo. <laughs> F A T S B E A R D O. He actually
1: is a fat bearded guy. I uh, yes. guess. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a goddamn Sony pony if there ever was one, but damn it, I borrowed my friend's Xbox One, and he says I can keep it for a while. While smack my ass and call me daddy, I'm having all kinds of fun. I'm playing Forza Horizon 4 a lot right now, but I have Game Pass, so let's fucking go. Am I right? Yeah, he is a fat bearded guy. Show Fats Beardo We're looking over here on. Uh, on uh, there it is. Tyler Fats bearded, Tyler Era. Lover of comedy, gamer Geek, foodie, Liverpool, FC, Philadelphia, Philadelphia Fire, San Francisco 49. How the fuck does any of that make sense?
2: You, you see what, If you've got the unified branding, so easy to find you. Yep. For you. Everybody take a, uh, take a lesson
0: from Fats Beardo. And Fats Beardo, as soon as you want to start selling a shirt Fats Beardo, that's Beardo, Fats Beardo, I'm buying it. All right? Okay. Community, design a good Fats Beardo shirt for him. Everybody, also hit him up on Xbox if you want to play games and have fun. Uh, believe it or not, on the very long show we're having, uh, I have a required reading for you—a fascinating article from one Cecilia over at Kotaku, who writes how over 25 people got scammed into working at a non-existent oh, I game heard company. About this. I'm going to read the intro to you, but again, go check it out on Kotaku. Brooke Holden had all but given up on breaking into the video game business. She had gone to university in the United Kingdom to study game development, but realized partway through her degree. And, um, partway through her degree that she hated coding. Holden had also come across horror horror stories about labor conditions in the games industry where employees regularly work 60 to 80 hour weeks and thought to herself, no way, not me. But one year into a job as an office manager, Holden, 26, was still dreaming about getting into games, maybe applying for some sort of team management position. Quote, professionally inexperienced, but passionate team manager looking for a hobby project to help support and manage, she posted to a subreddit for assembling game dev teams. It was just a lark yet a half a dozen replies accumulated under the post. One in particular stood out from an account with an active Reddit history. I'm sorry, an active Reddit history on development developer recruitment boards. The poster's name was Kova. And he told Holden that his small team of three developers had recently ballooned into a 48 member operation that needed a manager quote on everyone's ass. Holden was exhilarated on June 22nd, 2019. She signed a contract with Kova's company, uh, Dracor Studios accepting the position of junior production manager at $13 an hour there was just one problem decor studios didn't actually exist
1: yeah I saw this. And the
0: story goes on from there and gets weirder and weirder it's a good read everybody should check it out Gary we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Some guy writes in and says, uh, Gris, Gris, uh, Gris is pronounced Grease. It's Spanish for gray. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Everybody keeps correcting different ways, though, and I don't know what to say anymore. I'll never I mean, talk about the game again. No. I mean, Spanish way, Gray. Axel th- 360 has a correction to it. you're wrong. It says it was actually NBA Elite 11 that was canceled, not NBA Live 13. Okay. I don't know who to believe anymore. Everything sucks. Um, uh, Spencer, it's not that you're wrong. We, we can look it up on what happened. Uh, an says breaking news. Ubisoft acquires mobile publisher Green Panda Games. It's a 70% stake in Paris-based studio. Could raise to 100% over four years. Green Panda Games was founded in 2013 and has published a number of free-to-play mobile titles, including Sushi Bar, Terrarium, Bee Factory, Golf Inc. Tycoon, and others. Good for you, Ubisoft. Um Oh, here we go. Chitty chat chat says Gary mentioned he bought a switch light mostly for his daughter, but can't he clarify what color he got? Yellow. Did his daughter ever agree to
1: wait longer for the Pokémon one? um she ultimately decided that she wanted she again she went went for the instant gratification yeah and one yellow is her favorite color so we got yellow it all wins alex says
0: fifa on the switch uses a different engine compared to the playstation 4 and xbox one i was right good job
1: sneaky pat says greg you're
0: right about the madden engine being more complex than doom engine i've worked in the madden engine made by page 44 it's not so much the complexity of the engines but the tools that are necessary to meet the requirements of each game Nano says last SSX game. You know what I'm trying to say. 2012 titled SSX and featured world environments mapped by NASA satellites. Um Zyger says uh, Steep was Ubisoft in the EA. Correct. I wasn't trying to say it was an EA game, I was just saying Gary should just play his fucking little I'm um, going down on a snowboard game. I would just say Kong. as well,
1: if I could wave my magic, if you're gonna bring SSX, bring back DJ Atomica as well. Because SSX is nothing without DJ Atomica. He mm-hmm. was the guy that did like the kind of the broadcast from the mountain. The SSX3 guy. Oh. Uh.
0: And then an gets the final one and says, maybe we're all wrong. NBA Live... 11, nba elite 11 and nba live 13 were both canceled according to Wikipedia <laughs> so which one were we talking about probably elite 11 but who the f knows <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this has been kind of funny games daily it's been a banger of an episode we hope you enjoyed it if you did head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games kick us a few bucks you can ask us questions you can be part of the show you can be your wrong or no, no that's not that's right. all you can be uh hit of the week You can do all that stuff. Uh, Tomorrow is going to be me and Andrea. Friday, it's me and Tim. Remember, tomorrow is also the Kind of Funny Games cast at 2 p.m. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Gary. You're streaming tonight, Twitch.tv/slash GaryWitter.
1: Twitch.tv/slash at 8 p.m. We're going to play some marbles on stream, Ooh. which you really need to get. Yeah, you told me about kind this. Of yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. Everyone enjoys it. Yeah. Everyone in the Twitch. Everyone in the chat can play. Okay. And uh, basically, whoever wins the each marbles race, it's completely random. Yeah. There's no skill involved at all. Yeah. Uh, it's completely random. Whoever wins. My two, favorite kind of game. Right. <laughs> whoever wins each marble uh, game um uh gets uh will we'll win a code of the uh, for the platform oh, of their choice Oh, neat that's yeah. how you're doing it, that's very, how we're cool. Doing it yeah. very cool i hope yeah. cool greg wins again i know cool greg was so funny leah won her first game last night wow look at first that, ever huh. game of marbles nepotism you got to get into it no again there's no way for me to rig it uh-huh
0: sure there isn't just like the uk elections am i right brexit <laughs> hugh grant ladies and gentlemen until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you